The state's response to the pandemic included increased flexibility for medical professionals in order to expand the capacity and swiftness of our healthcare system. But as life continues to go back to normal, policymakers are considering what elements of pandemic life should stick around, and this includes the role of physician assistants in New York. For more on the issue, we're joined by Assemblymember Amy Pollan, a Westchester County Democrat and chair of her chamber's health committee, who carries a bill modifying the supervision law laws of PAs in New York. So what is it about the experience of physician assistants uh, following the arrival of COVID-19, which leads you to support a change in how uh, they operate on a day-to-day basis from what's in statute right now? Well, what happened since the pandemic, and maybe a little bit into the later part of the pandemic, is that we began to face a severe workforce shortage, which we are still facing. And one of the ways that we can address that shortage is to allow our professionals to operate or to work at the top of their license. And what that means is they're trained to do certain things. They're capable of doing certain things. They were doing those things during the pandemic And we need to allow them to continue to do so, so that we ensure that healthcare is provided to everyone across the state. Well, what's an example of work that physician assistants uh, were doing or or the way they were doing their work during the, the pandemic that differed from what they were doing or were allowed to do prior to the arrival of COVID 19? So, physician assistants pretty much work within a specialty, similarly to doctors, right? You're you're trained, you become, as a doctor, uh, an OBGYN, you become, you know, an orthopedist, you know, you, you train in a certain area. Physician assistants are similar, and they work with, alongside a doctor for the most part. But during COVID, and in many, many settings, they are very capable of doing that work without direct supervision. And they were operating in that way or working in that way. And we wanna take them back there if they have enough training to do that. So the bill that we're putting out there is similar to what was allowed during COVID, which would have required them or would require them to have an enormous amount of training and then uh, to allow them to do the same work that they were doing before, the same work that they were doing during COVID, the same work that uh, they have uh, learned and are allowed to do under their license. You mentioned the idea of supervision. What would this mean moving forward for PAs? Would they just have sort of more removed supervision or would supervision simply be gone and they would be acting without a safety net? Most physician assistants operate in in medical settings like hospitals. So supervision is never gone. There's always people there. There's always nurse practitioners that are going in, nurses that are going in, doctors that are going into various patients in different ways. It just allows them to do more for that patient Uh, during the time that the patient is in the hospital. Well, what could these changes then mean for patients in terms of, say, the quality or or speed of the care they receive now? 
currently, uh, because we are so short, patients could suffer from inadequate care in, in the sense that they're not seeing a practitioner of any sort uh, because they're so sparsely um, provided for in those in those settings. So this would ensure that everyone is getting care at the time that they need it. This would ensure that nurses didn't have to and doctors didn't have to work to the point of such exhaustion that they could make mistakes. Uh, such exhaustion that, frankly, they're going to quit. So it allows more workers in the field to do similar work so that we have enough workers, enough healthcare providers, enough people taking care of our loved ones at the time that they need it when they're sick and vulnerable. The Medical Society of the State of New York has uh, traditionally and as recently as 2023 pushed back against any sort of expanded scope of practice or anyone getting additional authority to operate without the supervision of uh, doctors, without that direct supervision. Where are they on this issue now? Have you engaged with uh, the groups representing doctors? I, I, don't, I don't have to engage to know that they're opposed. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the area of scope of practice since I began my career, and there has never been a time that we've moved one of these bills, not for physician assistants per se, but across the board, where the profession that is currently doing the work in the world, like in this case, physicians, isn't opposed. It's always, they're always opposed. Uh, there seems to be some uh, threat taking jobs away. Um, they claim that it's inadequate care, but we saw in COVID that the care was just fine. Everybody was very happy to have enough workers uh, during that time. Uh, so there's always seems to be a, a, a group that are opposed to expanding scope at any or any profession that is just below them. That's the, the threshold usually. Any concerns that uh, an expanded scope of practice for PAs might result in the PAs becoming the primary mode of care for lower income New Yorkers, whereas wealthier New Yorkers, New Yorkers who uh, go to maybe hospitals that cater to more affluent areas will be primarily served by doctors? Um, I've heard that concern. I, I think, again, if the person is well-trained, it doesn't really matter uh, who happens to be lucky enough to see that physician or physician assistant or nurse practitioner. These professions are capable of doing the work and that means there's more access, it's more affordable, more people will get care. And they're also very capable of deciding or knowing what they can do and what they can't do. So if there has to be a referral to a different healthcare practitioner, physician assistants, just like nurse practitioners, just like doctors make those referrals. In a perfect world, would you like to see the scope of practice issue for healthcare practitioners more generally uh, approached in like a holistic manner as opposed to looking at, say, just the physician assistants with this one bill? Uh, that would be um, great, except we do license individually, so they would 
Um, we could have one comprehensive bill that changes a lot of things. That's certainly up to the chair. I think Pat Fahey's very open-minded on these issues. But uh, right now we have what we have before us. We're just trying to be like other states. Other states have a lot more flexibility, let's just say, you know, uh, in how they approach these things. And no one would debate that you would get good care uh, in many of these states that have this flexibility. So uh, it's time New York came around uh, to match that. Uh, and right now with the workforce shortage that we have, we must do that to ensure that everyone gets care. Well, unfortunately, we're going to have to leave it there. We've been speaking with the Assembly Health Committee Chair, Amy Pollan. She is a Westchester County Democrat. Assemblymember, thank you so much for making the time. Thank you, Dave. Enjoy your day. And for more Capitol Press Room content, visit capitalpressroom.org or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. And if you listen to us from an Apple device, make sure to leave us a rating and a review so it helps other people find the show. Room, a production of WCNY Connected, Syracuse.